so Deuteronomy. Sorry, I'm using my iPad today because my printer decided it was Shabbat and didn't want to print this morning. <laughs> um, so Deuteronomy. I, I like this, especially this beginning section. A lot of Deuteronomy is, is kind of a recap. And I like all these summary passages because I find that summaries teach us or show us patterns when we have everything in this kind of succinct format. So... Um, one of the patterns that I noticed in, in, the, in the first chapter of Deuteronomy, though, was, was not really a very encouraging one um, because, you know, Moses is recounting the story of the spies going into the land, which, they, which Dylan and Tracy just read, of them going in and coming back with this report, and, um, and, and basically they're like, we're not, we're not going. And so in, in, in it says, Moses says, yet you would not go up, but you rebelled against the command of Adonai your God. So Moses kind of tries to rally them and be like, but remember, this is Adonai who goes before you. He led you out of Egypt. He fights for you. And they're like, no thanks. And he says, yet for, you did, for all this, you did not trust Adonai, your God. So at this point, Adonai just gets angry, um, understandably so. And he tells them that none of that generation is going to enter the land, only Caleb. And Moses is not even going to lead them. It's going to be Joshua. So, consequence. Um, so instead of going into the land at that point, they turn around and they go back into the wilderness. So then they're kind of like, well, maybe we do actually want to do what he said, and we're going to go fight now. And they actually say they think it's going to be easy, which I think is really funny. Conquering people doesn't sound very easy to me, but whatever. Um, so they try to go back and fight, but Adonai says, do not go up and fight. I am not with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. And so, of course, they go and they try to do it, and they get sent back, and they get defeated. So Moses kind of gets an I told you so moment at that point. And he said, so I told you, but you would not listen. You rebelled against the command of Adonai and presumptuously went up into the hill country. So we have this, we have this pattern of Adonai speaks, the people rebel, they don't trust Adonai, and there are consequences, negative ones. Time in the wilderness, defeated by enemies. Not super encouraging to start out this recap in Deuteronomy. But I thought about another pattern. Well, to be honest, I, I happened to read the right chapter in a book at, at the right time that reminded me of this, so I can't take all the credit. But this one does paint the Israelites in a little bit of, um, in a better light. Because in Numbers, which we just finished our journey through Numbers, of course, we have all these, this information about the order of the camp. The tabernacle in the middle Levites around it, and all the tribes in their specific spots around, camped around the tabernacle, all oriented towards the east and towards the tabernacle and all, that, all the details. Um, each tribe has their specific place, and even each family kind of within the Levites has their specific role in how they construct and deconstruct the tabernacle when they move. They, each, each family has their own role, and they're, they're, I mean, the consequence if they do the wrong role is they die, Right? So it's, it's that he's serious about it. They had to march out in the right order. They had to, recon, they had to do everything in the right order. And their, their signal that they were supposed to move is that this cloud that, that dwells among them moves. So they have this visual representation. Oh, the cloud's moving. Time to pack up and go. So the book I was reading was Alignment by Asher and Trader, um, which is a great book. Highly recommend it. I don't know if it's on the book table or not. I didn't actually look. 
but it's a great book. Um, and he, he talks about this, this order of in numbers and the, and the Israelites moving. Um, and he gives, he kind of talks about alignment in a lot of different ways in the book. It's called alignment. Um, but in this section, he gives this definition. He says it's order and direction. Alignment has internal order, which allows for outward mobilization. So when Israel is being obedient to God's direction, they move with precision, efficiency, and unity. When they operate in rebellion, they get 40 years in the wilderness. They get defeated in battle. They, you know, we have the rebellion of Korah. Like, we have all these examples. They, if you rebel, you die, right? Um, so I, the other thing I really liked in this book, Asher gives this summary about this precision that they, in which, with which Israel moves. He says, everyone had their place. Everyone knew their assigned task. Everyone was important and honored. The whole encampment could move and assemble at any time. Mobilization and activation were instant. So when I read that, I thought of this, this word that the Lord has been kind of starting to stir in, in my spirit the last couple of weeks. And that word is agility. So if you want, if you want the dictionary.com definition, he, there's two definitions. One is the power of moving quickly and easily. And the other is the ability to think or draw conclusions quickly. So thinking, thinking about this, this order and direction, mobilization, activation. And I felt like what the Lord is saying, to be in alignment with the Lord requires agility. To have alignment, order, and direction with the Lord requires agility, the ability to think and move quickly. So what I've noticed is this year has been a little bit surprising. <laughs> it's a little unpredictable. There's a lot of quick shifts. Um, and what I've also noticed is that the people who've handled it the best are the agile ones, the ones who are quick to adjust, quick to discern, quick to follow the Lord, quick to do something different. So the key in this alignment agility is to keep our eyes on the Lord, like the Israelites kept their eye on the cloud. They have, we have to see what, what tells us to move. Um, so, so what does that actually mean? What does that look like for us? It means when he says, move, you better pack your bags. And it means when, you, when you're about to pick a fight and he says, don't do it because I'm not going, you better stay home and read a book instead. <laughs> <laughs> And it means when you want to fill someone else's place in the body, you want to camp where they're living, you need to remember that, the, that God picked your spot and that you are, you are needed and honored in that spot, and it's really important that you stay there. So let's, let's be the obedient people that move quickly, that follow him, that are aligned with him, order and direction, and move with agility. Um, to be able to adjust quickly. Shabbat shalom. <laughs>